0: big dreams need great teams you simply cannot do it on your own i'm excited to have you here let's dive in everybody. Welcome back to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast. I'm having a beautiful week this week. It's a little bit of a planning and a catch up week after the busyness of returning from my holidays. And I'm actually sitting on my bed recording this podcast. So there's no video being recorded today. And as I'm sitting here thinking about my clients, thinking about my plans for the year and, you know, just doing a bit of clean up and catch up, I really wanted to share with you my top tips about hiring, because this time of year, it's really common and normal to be hiring, and it's definitely something that I'm working on It's with all my clients. It's a really common theme. So today, I want to share with you five of my top tips to get your hiring decisions right in 2023. So let's dive straight in to the first one, which is don't hire a part-time person and expect full-time responsiveness. Now, this is something I see all the time. Naturally, when we're starting out in business, when we are in the earlier stages of business, or we're in the earlier stages of hiring different types of roles in our business, it's really normal to hire someone, you know, for five or 10 or 15 or 20 hours a week rather than launching into a full-time hire. So that's totally normal. But what you can't do is hire somebody part-time, so five, 10, 15, 20 hours a week, and expect them to be online and able to respond to you quickly. And your idea of quickly might vary between a couple of hours within the day, et cetera. You can't hire someone part-time and expect them to be on call and ready to react and respond to you as if they were a full-time person in your business. So it's really important that you're fair and reasonable and not go looking for some sort of unicorn who you only need to pay for a reduced number of hours, but who are as responsive as if they were full time. What you need to do is actually calculate the specifics of your roles, calculate how often you need them to be responding. So if you want somebody responding multiple times a day, checking an inbox multiple times a day, for example, then factor that in. Perhaps it's a minimum of three hours per day if you wanted them to check emails in the morning, at lunchtime, and before end of day. So you need to sit down and actually calculate how many hours do I need this person in the business taking into account the responsiveness that you need or you want your clients to receive and hire for that. One of the things I talk to my clients about is encouraging somebody to hold full-time responsibility while only working part-time hours. So that's totally different to paying somebody part-time and expecting them to be responsive in a full-time way. So let me explain what I mean. Giving somebody full-time responsibility is saying to them, you're in charge of the systems and the process for this area of the business, for these responsibilities of the business, even when you're not working. In other words, put a system or a process in place so that the client receives an automated message, so that you're checking in first thing the next day, et cetera, et cetera, so that everything is okay when you're not working what that means is saying to the person this is your job this is your responsibility you own that responsibility and you perform the role within part-time hours and we put systems and processes in place that supports you to execute within part-time hours and frankly supports me and the rest of the team to not have to step in when you're not working so that's the first big tip Don't hire part-time hours and expect full-time responsiveness. Get really clear on what hours you need for the responsiveness you desire, and then focus on what systems and processes need to exist so the person can truly only work part-time in your business. Tip number two, if you want to hire right in 2023, get better at being more specific most people in my experience fall way short of how specific they need to be to describe the results that they are looking for when they're hiring somebody into their business so you need to get really specific on what you want done by when in what way what is good enough what isn't good enough what is an example of what you like what's an example of what you don't like If it's been done well before, whether you're looking for a repetition or a variation of what's been done before, specifically how you don't want someone to do something under no uncertain terms, what good enough looks like, how much input you want, how much input you don't want to have, what decision making power the person has, what decision making power they don't have. You can see that from those one, two, three, four, I don't even know, 10 questions I just asked you, that allows you Even if you were just to answer those, to really drill down into really getting a specific description of what you need in your business. So when you can get really clear, when you can get really specific, you are well on your way to making the right hiring decision from that place of clarity. Tip number three, delegate to executors. Invite input and conversation from strategists or people who are experienced in your industry. And don't get the two confused for example don't ask your offshore virtual assistant for strategic ideas unless they happen to be qualified specifically in the thing like they have a speciality or a qualification or strategic capabilities in the thing you're asking questions of which frankly if they do then i question whether they're actually a virtual assistant most virtual assistants who are offshore are incredible And they are great executors who therefore succeed through clear instructions being given to them. They get confused and go off on tangents as a broad sweeping statement, of course, when they're asked for ideas and when they're sitting in a situation where clarity of decision does not exist. Executors execute and they are usually the cheapest resource in your business. Strategists always cost more because they have more experience they are able to use that experience and draw on that experience to support you to move from ideas and strategic thinking into decision mode creating a plan which then an executor can then execute so tip three is think of the people in your business as executors and doers and those people are typically separate to strategists and people who are in that ideation stage of your business. Tip four, give over real responsibility and then leave your people to it. Hand over clarity of the role of someone's decision-making authority and clarity of where and when they need to check in something with you and then leave them to it. So be clear from the outset, what decisions somebody can make without checking with you and what you want checked with you. And this comes from thinking about something you're handing over in a rule-based way. If this happens, do this. If this happens, check this with me. And then think about, well, when would the rules not apply? And when would I want somebody to check with me if something gets confusing, for example? So often that's the reason that we hold on to things as CEOs, as leaders, and we resist delegating and handing things over because we can't think of a straightforward rule in our head. Now, that might be fine, but don't try to delegate and hand something over without thinking through what rules can I apply here? What decision making can I give to somebody? How can I make sure that they're really clear on what they can do on their own and when they need to check with me? And once you can hand over real responsibility real decision-making authority that is how you truly empower somebody to run with their role and thrive and if you're unable to get clear in your own head how you can hand something over what decision making you can hand over without it feeling really confusing and great to you get help from someone like me and or consider is this something that you just need to hold on to in your business a little bit longer until those rules those checkpoints become more clear to you tip five choose people who align with you so if you want to hire right in 2023 that means hiring people who align and suit your unique leadership style So to be able to do that, you need to work out first, of course, what that looks like. Rather than meeting somebody through an interview or down the line and then pondering to yourself, can I make their requirements and how they want to work, work for me? So rather than doing it that way, think up front, what do I need to feel fully supported and how do I need the person to work with me so that this really works for me? Then when you're interviewing them, then when you're having a conversation with the person, you're looking for a match or a comparison to what you've already decided and been clear on is right for you. Too often I see people only like pausing to get clear on what they really need when they're in that uncomfortableness situation of, oh, this person's working in this certain way and this doesn't feel very good to me. or. You know when you found someone that feels amazing to you maybe they've already started working with you maybe they've been there three or six months and you've started to really rely on them and then they come and say to you i suddenly want to work in a different way and then you're like oh i don't know what to do i don't want to lose this person but i don't know if what they're suggesting is going to work for me as a flexible thinking entrepreneur it's really normal to think that you can make most things work particularly when you're in that reactive thinking mode However, if you pause and spend a little bit of time up front going, if I close my eyes and I think about my ideal business and how it fits in with my ideal dream life, how am I working? How's this person working with me? How am I receiving information? How often are we meeting? Is it in person? Is it offline? How often is it? All those sorts of things. If you get clear and answer those questions up front and you hire to that, and you make clear expectations that this is the way I need to work to feel fully supported, this is what's gonna work for me, and you get that agreement and buy-in from the outset, then you can avoid the huge challenge of realizing that it doesn't feel great to you down the track and trying to unwind that. So they are my top five tips to be hiring right in 2023, which is what I wish for all of you. And I wanna share with you one more bonus tip And that is never, ever hire and choose the best of what feels like a bad bunch of people. Never choose the best of a bad bunch. Demand and expect more for yourself. Believe that you deserve more and believe that the right person is out there. That often means taking your time to hire and find the right person and resisting making a decision from a place of desperation. Never, ever, ever choose the best of a bad bunch. Always hold your standards higher, go back to the drawing board, spread the net wider and find the great people or people that are right for you, feel great, match your criteria because they absolutely exist and they are out there. So I hope you have enjoyed this short shot episode today. And I wish you all the best in your hiring success for 2023. And of course, as always, if you want a hand, there's lots of ways that we can work together. We can work together privately or I've got some self-paced options. So go and check them out and have a fantastic February.